appreciate y'all and i'm actually getting on a schedule of a show every other day and so this episode is with emily mcgann she's an esthetician which is someone who specializes in beauty and aesthetics it was an absolute joy to speak with her learn some new things along the way and uh yeah i just want to take a second to thank everyone who first off waited too much and bigly everyone who was a patreon for two months while i wasn't putting out shows i was recording and i was out there living life and realizing that i shouldn't be repeating some stuff learning along the way so thank you and here's the show all right emily mick how goes it it's actually mcgann but it's good (laughs) (laughs) i like it so you just graduated beauty school yep i graduated it a week ago nice congrats i like it what are you gonna do with that uh, now it's testing for state board, okay. which so it's three major tests um, because I went to school for hair and aesthetics. So now I have to go up and I take my state board test for hair and aesthetics, and then I have to take a law requirement test. So it's a lot of fancy yeah. words for saying they need money, yeah. and then I get my license. That's, that's what I got out of college, too. It's like they just want some more money out of you. Yeah, but, it's um, not enough. The funny <laughs> thing is, so I, I got my hair cut from this lady for a while and then she moved mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go all the way to Albany. So I just called mm-hmm. her. I'm like, Hey, would you come to my house and cut my hair? And she did. And while she was there, she turns out she's uh, putting um, dreadlocks back in their, oh, in yeah. their do. Mm-hmm. And she makes like a hundred bucks. You an can hour. make good money. Crazy mm-hmm. money. And yeah. I was like, can I do this? And then you have to go to beauty school yep. first. So what's depending on what goal? you do, but yeah. What's your end goal? With um, it? I, in beauty school, I fell in love with aesthetics. So anything skin related nice. and I love waxing. So <laughs> it's really fun to rip your hair out. People yeah. pay you good money to rip your hair out. That's so funny. Um, so my one end, end goal day idea is to open up a skin studio. Yeah. So it'd be focused mainly on like waxing. It'd also be focused on like facial products, teaching people. Cause there's a lot of People don't understand what they're putting on their face. No, I don't even. Yeah. What's something to avoid? I put anything on my face. Um, things with like heavy, heavy oil because it gives you pimples. I put coconut oil and avocado on my oil on my Sometime, face. Sometimes, like your skin might love it. Yeah. My skin doesn't. I will break out. Okay. So it depends on that. It depends on what you have. It depends on like your skin type. Um, That's what I've noticed everything. with all these things. Though. Like diets and everything, people like try to do it like, oh, carbs are bad for everyone. Right. But like carbs are but really not true. good. Yeah, it's not true at right. all. You, you need a certain amount of something. Mm-hmm. And we think that one thing works for everybody and it doesn't. Yeah. And so it's important to learn about what your skin type is, what it needs, and what you're doing to help it or to hurt it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is like nobody knows that you should wear SPF every day. Every day. Every single day. Even like in Oregon. Yeah. Every day. Really? Everywhere you just put it on your body. That's wild. Do you have like a spray or you got like a nice... like? What, I put what, lotion. Yeah, what, it's What would be a brand that you'd wrap? Um, a good brand that's uh, esthetician level would be like bio... bio what's the kind you use to like to practice... Bio or elements. To, like, to balance uh, cheapness into it too. Oh. <laughs> I use the spendy stuff because I know okay. that it's worth it. Yeah, no, I've seen um, people who are like 50, but they wear sunscreen every day. Yeah. And they, they don't have wrinkles. Amazing. But do, nothing leaches into you at all? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. You get I mean, cancer, but at least you don't have wrinkles. You want skin cancer or the other cancer? Yeah. It's, it's all a, you have to pick the lesser of two evils. Okay. In a way, um, you could go all natural, but in a way, 
you, you can't go all natural unless you're doesn't coconut oil SPF 15 or something or five that doesn't count no <laughs> no I like do you try to stay out of this because you went to Kauai too Kenzie and I recently yeah. went to Kauai I burnt the heck out of myself you in Kauai did. that undoes all the sunscreen you wore it doesn't do it <laughs> yeah you just ruined it I used to do tanning beds Oh, like crazy. Wow. I so you love, made a 180. Yeah, it was really hard. I love tanning beds. Mm. I like the way they make me feel. It's like getting high on the sun, but we have no sun here in Oregon. No. So I went to, as a happy light, but mm. then I also got an amazing tan. So yeah. it kind of like leveled itself out. Um, but then you see the effects mm-hmm. of sun damage oh, and hyperpigmentation. Yeah. We call them freckles. When you're 60, you won't be calling them freckles anymore. You're going to be calling them sun sunspots. Yeah, freckles aren't good. We call them freckles because we're in our 20s and we think it's cute. Yeah. It's hyperpigmentation, which Man. is caused by the sun. I but, already But some have people it. are born with them. Different? Some people are born with them. Yeah. But when you're like, I didn't Angel have that kisses. two weeks ago. Yeah. That's from the sun. You're done for. No. So, <laughs> you just well, have to help it. <laughs> I know that even going to the uh, tanning booth like once raised your uh, yeah. chance of skin cancer like 30% right. or something. It's super high. But do you live every day terrified of it? Or are you just having your husband like check all your different I don't because I don't freckles? go anymore. Okay. Once I got into school, I was like, not good. What mm-hmm. was I thinking? Yeah. And if I'm going to promote good skin and health and skin, I can't do it. That's cool. You not know? a lot of people live what they promote. Yeah, what you, they have promote. To. you have to. You have to. Because if I'm going to tell you, like, please stop doing that, yeah. I can't secretly be so like, tan. oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you at the tanning booth the other day. Would yeah. you go as far to not live in somewhere like LA that gets a lot of sun? Like, do you- No, actually, we've been looking at a mm. place that gives a lot of sun um, because it's more prevalent there. People want all the skin stuff in in the high sun saturated areas Mm -hmm. because they want prevention and they also want maintenance and that's all it is it's just maintenance and and preventing and and no matter what you're going to age and you're going to get sunspots and you're going to get those things but we can lessen them Mm -hmm. and we can also prevent them and possibly take them away depending on how do you prevent it aside from sunscreen just like the one um taking care of your skin is anything too like vitamin E or something isn't that the everything Mm -hmm. vitamin it's good for you it makes you look better (laughs) it makes um your skin appear nicer and dewier which gives it a healthy feel dewier dewier kind of like wet yeah i've seen some like dry people like yeah they like that matte finish yeah it's like no dewy dewy makes you look healthy Mm. um almost like you just came out of the gym okay dewy yeah (laughs) not stinky dewy yeah (laughs) um and then covering your face covering your body with clothes helps a lot especially in like high so elevation areas yeah sometimes okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm pro uh, fake sun tan fake sun so, t- so i put so on like, like yeah. the orange stuff but not orange yeah it looks orange mm-hmm. but then you wash and it looks better that's what i am i'm pro interesting you can put you can look tan you just don't have to get in the sun mm-hmm. or you can get in the sun just be careful what you do apply yeah. every 30 minutes get the right amount mm-hmm. there are healthier versions of spf but every spf is going to have some type of chemical in it and that's just a bummer Um, bummer. i'm I'm happy you said the name because i would like to get a sunscreen that i can wear every day um but so like what have you stuck with your routine for example like i went all the way through getting a kinesiology degree the only Mm -hmm. things that stuck with me are drink college or like eat collagen every day um vitamin c is fun (laughs) and vitamin d in the winter right and like maybe a multivitamin like just pretty much collagen collagen and fish oil if you have the money collagen is really good collagen is better if it's injected (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it is good That's for you. That's hilarious. Um, technically, if you eat it, it is good for you. Oh, it's the best. But you only get a certain amount. Yeah. And same with like applying it. Like you'll get a lot of products to say, oh, this has collagen in it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fine and dandy, yeah. but it, your skin only absorbs so much. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that stuck with me, 
I don't know, nothing. And more even for skin, I was saying collagen for like your joints and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because it's pretty much the joints joints. from the animals. I think of it in the skin area. Interesting. You're just living your whole life like it is going to be. Do you notice when you see people, you're like, Oh, oh, they have good skincare, bad skincare. Oh, yeah. I've been doing that lately with people's jaw posture of right. all things. You'll be like, oh, what are you doing? No, I, do, I look at people's hair. Mm. Not as in like I'm judging you, <laughs> but, but I just, just it's enjoy interesting. it. Yeah, because yeah, no, totally. sometimes I'll be like, oh man, someone gave you a great haircut. Or sometimes I I'll be like, hair. you did? Yeah, <laughs> I just, looks I just good. I wouldn't have noticed that. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. Or like products. Sometimes mm. I get like a scent and I'll be like, oh, that's a good product. I know that one. Mm. Or sometimes you'll be like, are you using that on your hair? Don't use that on your hair. You should That's not be hilarious. using that. You can just smell the hair and shoulder yeah. from a mile away. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Don't <laughs> you're getting use dandruff that anymore. You're using hot showers. That's my assumption, you know? Using hot showers? Yeah. Like the, I've gotten dandruff and whenever I do in my life, it's because mm-hmm. I took like a scalding hot shower and put oh, it on my head. I live in a hot shower. You do, but yeah. you don't get dandruff? No, but I wash my you hair lie. every you other do. day. No, I don't have you oily don't? skin. Oh, because yeah. if I take a cold shower, I'm good to go. But like, you know, those days where you're just like, I can't warm Mine up. is all the way turned over to the hottest setting. Oh my God. And Logan even had my husband. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a monster. He turned the hot, hot heater. He turned down. it hotter? No, he turned it down because oh, okay. he was like, yeah. it's getting like, almost gonna, unhealthy. You it's come out with though. just boils on your skin. <laughs> like, it feels good. It though. wasn't hot enough. I love hot. Yeah. That's like hilarious. Oregon is freezing to me. I'm cold mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, yeah. No, that's why I want to move somewhere warmer yeah. too. We visited Florida and I wore a sweater the whole time there and I felt great. Wow. That's, I'm just cold. Yeah. Cold hearted. Um, cold blooded. <laughs> well, what's so funny is because when I was working in like, feel like trying to get into like short films and stuff, I'd watch mm-hmm. movies and be so overcritical of them. Yeah. Um, but not even in like, I'm not enjoying it, but it's just fun to be like, oh, that's eight. Like well, it's Because fun. you have an understanding of yes. it. And that's what it is. It's like. Um, a lot of the women that I meet and men that I meet, they'll come in and they'll say, I don't like this, this, and this. And, and I can understand that, but I can also look at it from the person who did it, the hairstylist point mm-hmm. of view and say, well, this is why she did it that way. Because yeah. you have all these factors you have to put in. And same with skin. It's less opinion-based, which is really nice. So it's more like facts. Like, fact, you might have dry skin. Mm-hmm. Fact, I have oily skin. Mm-hmm. So I have, to, I have to use the right products for oily skin. If yeah. I use something for dry skin, what's the use? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a, different things like that. Well, what I've noticed is face skin is so much different than the rest of my body skin. Too. Yeah. Well, because we touch our face so much, yeah. it also is not as harsh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we put a lot of, like, especially as women, we put makeup on our skin. Yeah. So we're constantly clogging our pores. That's the big And then one. we wonder why we have sets that yeah. they then cover with more. <laughs> right. What do you, what do you think about that whole thing? Um, I mean, he's a comedian, but Eric Andre is like, what do you think of like women like shaving and going through all this? Like, mm-hmm. do you think it promotes the infantilization of women? Like just being like women, like want to look really, really young. Like they shave their everything. Yeah. That's it. So as a waxer's point of view, mm-hmm. cause I wax yeah. and I wax other people. Um, I think that it's a, I personally don't want to be hairless. I think that makes but me you feel like a 12 year old, but I don't yeah. wax everything. Yeah, no, your eyebrows so and your hair. I have my eyebrows. <laughs> <in> my <laughs> but I also see for other women, it's more of like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And if you want that and it makes you feel stronger or bolder or sexier, yeah. good on you. That's everybody is individualized. I do think we should be careful what we tell young children they yeah. should look like. That's the big one. And, and trying, like we all want to look younger, mm-hmm. but we also should understand that's not necessarily a reality. No, but wanting to to look younger promotes you to be healthier in a way, as long as you don't do it in an unhealthy way. Yeah. Well, and it is hard when you see these 12-year-olds and it's like, you look 16. When I was 12, I looked 
12. Eight. <laughs> Maybe eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I looked rough. I don't show those pictures. No, that's weird. But it is kind of strange. Yeah. And I think people are growing up quicker. Yeah. Would you have your kid wear makeup? If you had a little daughter, what age would you be like, yeah, wear Ooh, makeup? Because like, me, that's clearly like a virtual signaling thing. Right. And like I was telling Kenzie, I'm like, it'd be like, uh, if like our daughter wanted to wear a choker, I'm like, no, that would not be okay. Yeah, no. Because I mean, like, that's so clearly that like funny. a signaling thing. Yeah. I'm like, that's I don't, interesting. So I got highlights, my first ever highlights when I was in sixth grade. Oh, but highlights are for you. That's not. Is it not? I don't. I don't know. I think. I don't know. It's hard. I consider like dyeing your hair, like fun stuff like that. But if you're like, I'm going to put on makeup, like you're trying to attract boys. Really, I felt like as a woman's side, Mm -hmm. I saw that I didn't look like that beautiful model because Mm. I didn't have that beautiful skin, and so I wanted the beautiful skin. I mean, yeah. It, it didn't hurt well, that, that really boys. stuck with you. Oh yeah, I, it didn't hurt that like boys maybe looked your way, but for me it was more about how I saw myself. Mm. And then the boys came, and then yeah. but and then the boys came. <laughs> Do you think it's getting better? I mean, they're, they're having straight up fat models now. Like you know, like I think yeah. a lot of them are good. Like I like when they don't edit like like leg chunk and stuff. Like right. that's good. But then they also have like actual. It's realistic. People. Yeah, um, I think it's good. I think positivity's body positivity is good. Um, I think we need more diversity, inclusivity, and uniqueness. We need that because, yeah. like personally, growing up, I we didn't see that. Mm-hmm. You were the version of ideal beauty was like five seven, maybe a little bit more, maybe a six foot. Uh, 95 pounds, white That's and blonde. So interesting tall, because a lot of guys like shorter, like at least yeah. a girl who's shorter than them. Why would girls ever idealize like being tall? I, don't, I think power comes with it. Uh, okay. Like that idea of like, I'm I always tall. wanted to be tall. Yeah, like yeah. you see them strut and they're confident and it mm-hmm. it's all a put on mm-hmm. because they want you to see that. But as a young girl, you do idolize that and you see that and you're like, oh, I want to be her. I want to be a tall, skinny, white blonde girl. And yeah that's not fair to everybody because that's not realistic to everybody. I wonder if young black women don't have that role model of seeing uh, like a really thin black, they do, but like, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they don't get that toxic concept of like, oh, I need to look like that. They definitely have to. I think they definitely would. If they don't, if you don't see someone that looks like you, then you feel like, well, there's none of me out there. Which means you could create your own self, ideally. It could, or it could also be like, oh, they don't want me. They don't, I'm not ideal to them. Mm-hmm. And that was what, when you, when you do talk to other people in beauty school, I've met lots of different ethnicities of people, um, men and women, straight, gay, everybody. It's kind gay of a melting pot. In oh, beauty yeah. school? Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> everywhere. Straight men in beauty school. Everywhere. Um, you get to listen to their backgrounds mm-hmm. and what led them mm-hmm. to where they are now. And a lot of times it's, well, I didn't see any of me. And I want to be that for somebody else. I think that's really important. Of like, in movies, we need diversity. We yeah. need, we need diversity in models. We need diversity in everybody because it promotes a better image for no, the kids growing up. I'm with you. As soon as someone explained it, like like why Black Panther was such a big mm-hmm. movie, it's because it's like now black First kids of all, can amazing see. Amazing movie. Anyways. Oh, I don't like it that much. I mean, oh, like, you did it. I'm oh, not no. calling it out, but I'm like, like from like a writing, like they would throw in cultural like things, like look at those about like oh, okay. the Jordans and I stuff. Like I was like, that oh, doesn't just, fit in here. But I get it. it's like a Marvel. I like thing. the theatrical version. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, like I totally dig it too. There's a good theatrical movie. It was Guava Island, Donald Glover's movie. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Unbelievable. That guy's singing and dancing. Yeah. I love him. He's I did see the one of the wonderful. scenes. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, He's also gorgeous. So I, know. so I recently learned about like people speaking of people in Hollywood that yeah. most of their teeth are all veneers. Oh yeah. And their hair is all fake and their skin is really? all done. Oh yeah. 
I, it's crazy how much, how many photos are edited or filtered mm -hmm. that we see of celebrities, and then how many people wear wigs, or they've had plugs, hair plugs, so yeah. that they're balding, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, why do you have hair now? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, you have a really nice head of hair. That's not necessarily natural. Yeah. So that's another unrealistic version for everybody. I have women who come in and they're like, I want this. And yeah. they show me and I'm like, yeah, that's not obtainable. Oh, wow. Because, you say that to people? Yeah, I'll wow. say that's a filtered photo. I can't oh, nice. give you that. Or nice. that has three hairs of wefts on her head, which is fake hair. Mm -hmm. And you're never gonna have that amount of hair unless you pay $3,000 for that amount of hair. And it won't last that long. And it won't last that long. Yeah. yeah. The, the thing is that exists with guys too. Yeah. Just so everyone listening knows, if you see a really ripped guy who has a dry look, he's probably taken testosterone. Oh yeah, steroids is a big thing. Huge, and we, huge. There's like this hush hush about it, but yeah. most people are doing them. Yeah, well most, at least people in the fitness in industry. In the fitness industry. Like my, I'm not calling out my brother, but like a lot of people <laughs> think even that like Arnold Schwarzenegger and like Ronnie Coleman weren't on steroids. I'm like, right. they were squatting 800 pounds. Right. They were well, on steroids. Or some type of body oh, growth. Yeah. If it not doesn't more, have to, if yeah. not more than just testosterone. Exactly. But. It is but funny. it's not necessarily bad. I think if you did it in a moderate amount, I think more men should be open to take. I think as soon as I hit 30, I'll probably You're start taking it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my idea on Botox and fillers. If you want them more on you, I don't want them right now. But when I'm 30, hell yeah, I'm going to want Botox. I just Fill, don't want Like lip fillers. Because I recently fillers, yeah. just learned that they don't. They only last a little while. Depends on what versions mm. um, and uh, who gives, who yeah. administers them. Um, you hear different versions. So I've heard, oh, they only last like six months mm -hmm. and then they dissolve themselves. I've also heard, technically, they're always in your body. Oh, but it's collagen, right? Is that what you meant by injectable collagen? Uh, there's actually just injectable collagen oh. just itself. But Which, oh, okay. yeah, I guess there's probably a certain amount in the fillers. Um, but there's lots of different, I mean, there's, like there's different types of vitamins. There's different types of fillers. Totally. There's different types of Botox. So you get it filled and then it goes down in six months if it does. Then do you have like really wrinkly lips at that point? It seems like I you do would. He I heard that then you look like you have normal lips. Like, cause oh, okay. the whole idea is like when you do the fillers, it looks very plumped mm -hmm. and it looks overly... And why is that a look Red? that people go toward? I like. I think I most know. men don't actually like that. I think it's like that big lip. I think a lot I of got girls kissable think lips. <laughs> that they're sexier that way. Mm. Um, I think it looks painful, mm -hmm. so that's probably why I don't oh, do when you that. Said, when you said Botox and fillers, did you say fillers? Mm -hmm. You mean like you're gonna get like a butt? No, that that would be like raised. a. I don't think that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's that's a surgery. Oh, okay. I, as in fillers, I meant like you can do like cheek fillers. Mm. You can do lip fillers. You could do a nose filller. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if people have like a dent in their nose, they get that filled. Yeah. Um. There's lots I have of cosmetics. Bump in my nose. I'll get it shaved they, down. No, I think if I already get <laughs> one surgery, surgery. <laughs> um, especially if I was a woman, not calling out women here, but I'd get my neck raised when I got older. Like so Hell yeah. many saggy necks. They should. It's get into just it. part of growing. Yeah. It is. I I think right up in here mm -hmm. would be nice above the eyebrows. Yeah. Botox, heck out of that, I already have lines. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm 23, so I'm gonna get that done. And then, <laughs> You're <laughs> then like, look, I can't wait for 10 years from now oh when my. I can look like I am right yeah, now Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh I watch um, Jane Fonda. Okay. Put all her personal stuff aside, mm -hmm. her skin. She's like 80 and she looks amazing. Wow. Also, her hair is amazing. It's not real, but it's amazing. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. I mean, I have unrealistic beauty standards too, and I'm in the beauty world, so. Yeah. I think as long as they're healthy, it's good to have. I think if have. you're honest about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like like the filters, or like Botox and fillers and all of those things, and Photoshops, you can do them. I don't yeah. care. But be honest about it mm -hmm. so that children can see it or kids can see it or women can see it. 
and say, oh, that's unrealistic. Totally. And I think it just shuts down that, like, why can't I look like that? Mm-hmm. And it makes it more like, oh, they're do- they're in doing this thing mm-hmm. to make themselves look like that. Yeah. Um, if you ever go on Reddit, there's a subreddit called uh, Instagram Reality, mm-hmm. in which, like, yeah. women will actually show themselves, like, looking really good, and then mm-hmm. the next for like, a minute later, and, like, with an actual stomach and yeah. stuff. I wanted to post on Instagram because, like, I'm in really, really good shape, even though I don't work out. I just mm-hmm. only eat like a meal a day. Right. But then like I have, but worse than that is like I have chronic pain and stuff. So right. I want to post it and be like, the truth of this is like, it doesn't matter. Like my yeah. partner doesn't care. And I would, I absolutely give up my looks to be hundred percent symmetrical and feel good. Mm-hmm. Like the goal shouldn't be aesthetics. It should be healthy. Health. Yeah. That should yeah. be the main goal. I think of every, everything. Um, even Botox. No, even Botox, <laughs> even the beauty world. I think your health should be, yeah. Cause you're beautiful attractive. when you're healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why the dewy look is in. It makes you look healthier. Mm. That's why the plump look is in. It makes you look healthier. Mm. That's to me, I'm like, it, and it does, it's not just body, it's body and mental and physical. And then also spiritual. I think, Are I think spiritual? that has a spiritual person? I am spiritual. I do think, and I don't just mean with religion, because spiritual can be anything. Because you're Christian, right? Yeah, but I have my own idea. I have, my, I say I have a relationship with God, nice. and that's whatever I want my relationship Not to be. Not with the main man, GC, or JC? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I guess you could call him Jesus, uh, you call him God, but it's, I took it outside of church, and I just made it my own religion. Nice. Um, or cool. my own relationship. I don't even call it a religion. I just say I have my relationship with God, mm-hmm. and nobody else is involved in that. Wow. And so it just yeah. makes it easier. Why should I have to go through someone? Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. Yeah. That's the big tip off religion. It's like, that's sus. Yeah, if I have to go to someone mm-hmm. and say, can you talk to him for me? Yeah. Then it's, then what's the point? I'm with you. Um, but yeah. I bet God has good skin. I bet he has great skin. No, when you look at me, when you look at me, what do you think of my skin? And you can be honest, because I'm probably very dehydrated. You have a dewy skin, so it is probably pretty healthy. I just got out of a shower. Probably, but I don't wash my face. I just use water, cold water, because hot water fucks me up. Because it opens your pores, Mm. so it lets all the detox, like it detoxes your pores, is what it does. Interesting, because no, I'll get like dry, like I'll have like Mm -hmm. flaky skin even after like hot showers kill me. Do you feel like you get oil right around your nose area? I never even thought about that. I have a bunch of those, like, not blackheads, but they're, like, shallow blackheads on my nose. Yeah, I assume that's from touching them. Oh, I heard they weren't. I heard, like, I kept calling them blackheads, and my they're roommate comedones. Griffin was like, "Are they, yeah. Here, yeah. like, they're slightly different. I'm like, you know, I'll take it, but I think they are. <laughs> Whatever you Well, because you know when you pop a good blackhead and it just keeps coming? Like, Yeah, that could centimeter. also be a cystic. But yeah. Oh, wow. There's different versions like, not that of I everything. Get like, everyone's had a blackhead in their yeah. life, like on the shoulder or whatever. I'm like, what the hell? You do get some of those. You're like, whoa. Like How's Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah, I was going to I was gonna oh. wonder, do you, would you be that kind of skin person too? <laughs> if I could, I would. Nice. Yeah. She is a dermatologist, so she mm. is in the medical field. I am only allowed to deal with a certain amount and certain level of the skin. Mm. Anything further than that is out of my scope of practice. That's so much bureaucracy over the, skin. Like, what are they good, talking about? It, it is? is really good because you can, you can damage someone in their skin pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why when people say, oh, well, I do hair, I do skin. What do you do about it? Did you learn about it? Did you go to school about it? Yeah, It's not really fair to say, oh, I, I know skin. Well, it's a lot more to it. It's very hard. There's certain layers of the skin that you have to understand. The procedures that you're doing or the treatments that you're doing mm-hmm. have harsh chemicals that can burn you and go either or. Yeah. Um, so it, there is so a like lot nair. of it. Nair is not a good thing? Nair's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, the good the, 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 uh, the good thing about waxing is I heard it makes the follicles like le- like it comes in weaker yeah. when it grows back. So the whole idea about waxing is you have different hair stage growths. Okay. Right. So if you look at your, my arm and it's pretty hairy Whoa, right now. Hairy. No, I know. I don't looking, wax my it's arm. It's like uh, Bigfoot's arm. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's super hairy. <laughs> 
I don't sh- I don't do anything with my arms because I don't really care enough. If I was out in the sun, maybe I would, but mm-hmm. I wear a sweater 95% of the time. Anyway, so <laughs> if I were to wax it, I would still have some hair on my arm okay. because you have different hair growth stages. Yeah. And then you have, when, when it would come back in, you would wax that and then you would still have more. So you have about like a three week time that you should get waxed repeatedly. Okay. And the more you do that, the more you're getting all that hair on the same cycle. Nice. So you'll have less and less time. And also you you'll have less hair come back because basically the follicle, not always, but a lot of times follicle will be like, oh, you don't want me, mm-hmm. so I won't be here. Yeah. And that's really nice too, especially for like underarms where there's coarser hair mm-hmm. or in the bikini oh my region. God. Getting your armpits waxed would hurt so bad. It's you done best. it? Oh yeah. It's the best. I don't shave my underarms at all because I. it's awful. You get ingrowns, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so Do you wax in laser? Because doesn't the laser, you could like, do you, laser. You laser like multiple times, then it just completely turtle yeah, shell. Yeah, laser shell. really closes everything, and it's just like zaps it, and it's great. That must be weird. No, I to love. Feel so, ah, yeah, that'd be like so waxing, strange. So there's this joke in the esthetician world. It's either like your underarms hurt, or your legs don't, or your legs hurt and your underarms don't. So really? when I get my legs waxed, it oh, hurts my legs awful, hurt. but my underarms are fine. I don't feel anything. Oh, I think they would both hurt. I think that's a <laughs> lie. They just tell people that when they come I in for the double wax, and like one will hurt the other it's one. It's fine. Then, then get a Brazilian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you hear about that story of the trans woman who went in to get her balls shaved, waxed? Would you have done it? Would you have made a scene about it? Mm, I think I probably would have said I don't do male Brazilians. Hmm. Do only males do male Brazilians? No. Women, l- women can. Women can. Okay. Yeah. The, so the difference between a, a female and a male Brazilian is that male skin is softer and you can mm. hurt them. Because you, you don't get your balls away. Yeah. Do you, you everything. Your, do you like dunk it in and then so you So you from it the off? front to the back. Interesting. Everything. So. Interesting. Butthole, in between. All in one rip? No, not all in it one get, rip. Get your but, balls in no, your butthole? It takes about an hour. Wow. Sometimes more. Um, you don't dip anything yeah. into the wax. Oh my god! I wonder if any like uh, you, sadistic people go and they're like, "Yeah, wax maybe," because that would be like an hour of pain in your genital region. I'm sure people are like, "Yes, sign me up." Yeah, maybe they do. But <laughs> oh I, I would be more. So I do Brazilians. Mm-hmm. I don't do male Brazilians because mm-hmm. you do have to be careful because if you rip the scrotum, yeah, you, oh, have, you have to go off to the out. you have to go to the hospital. Wow! And people have done it. They've done it at shows. They've done it. Yeah, they have waxing shows. Yeah. They have waxing shows. Like live, not like recorded shows, no. but like a live show Live you show go where to. people are there. And basically it's a training class. Oh, so and they do why. genitals. So someone's mm-hmm. genitals are getting waxed in front of 100 people, yep. 20 people. But it doesn't, like, I know it's from... It's a good gig. <laughs> it's pretty good. I bet they're paid well. Yeah. Maybe not. There's a lot of free models. Um, it's just homeless people. Like, they'll do it for 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, and they're that. hairy. And they're hairy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You, you probably have to reach a certain amount of like, do you have this? Do you not? Yeah. Um... What was I going to say? You made me laugh. Oh, from another person's perspective, I think it's odd to be like in someone's genital regions. Mm-hmm. Um, from an esthetician's point of view, you just don't care. It's just a body part. Yeah. That but it, does your husband be like, yeah, don't do guys? No, he, he okay was fine with it? with it. He'd be okay with it? Wow. So we're in the fitness world because yeah. Logan, um, he's training for his first show, a bodybuilding show oh, really? and everything. Yeah. That's and he's cool. a personal trainer. So nice. I'm in that world with because of him mm-hmm. not because i choose to be and that's a great world because they want to be hairless for their show they mm-hmm. want to get waxed oh my god you're the perfect guy yeah he lets me wax him all the time <laughs> that's he's so great funny. i haven't done his underarms or his bikini 
but yeah, <laughs> sooner or later That's we'll get so him there. Funny. But he as, gets his legs waxed all the time. Yeah, I yeah. think the one thing I'd get waxed. Luckily, I don't have it. But if my upper shoulders ever get hair on it, oh, I would yeah. wax those immediately. Get yeah. those fuckers stripped. Get those off. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd probably laser it too. I'm just so scared of the laser because I'm like. I mean, it's just light, right? I don't really think yeah. it's actually so bad So you. you have to have, there are requirements for laser. And mm. usually people with like a darker skin or hair that's darker than their skin, mm-hmm. it's going to be better. Because what it yeah. does is it goes after that dark mm. follicle. Mm-hmm. And you have to have dark hair in order to, to zap it. Can you dye your hair and then do it? Like, can you shave, no. dye your hair, and then clean <laughs> it off and then do it? It seems like that would work, though, wouldn't it? That's a good idea. I don't know. You gotta <laughs> Maybe yeah, I haven't tried. It. I'll take that's it. also I, so I couldn't perform laser hair removal because mm-hmm. that's a that's advanced esthetician. So are you gonna go for that someday? Once you get tired of waxing people for thirty years? Maybe I don't Maybe. know. It's you amazing. don't think you will be? It's amazing. I lo- you're paying me to wax you. Yeah. Maybe I'm a little sadistic, but it's kind of fun. Ah. <laughs> have you ever had someone? Cr- you haven't done it yet, have you? If you just. Got, uh, oh no in school ago. we wax people all the time wax each other yeah we so wax each wax other but free. i wax cli- i have clients in school oh interesting yeah so like i had family friends i had people off the street the first lady i did a brazilian on mm-hmm. was someone i've never met so someone listening right now is like my skin look funny <laughs> could they could they like reach like email you or do you have a website they or could email me um i don't i'm gonna be going into a salon so mm-hmm. once i get you won't go rogue for, for no, people. it's hard to go rogue. Interesting. <laughs> also, you have to be careful because you, they want you. If I w- that would be like freelance, mm, like right? freelance. Like if someone's reaching out, they're like, "Hey, would you just like yeah. diagnose my skin like an hour?" I can't diagnose. No, I'm not. Oh, a, I'm you, not a doctor. You wouldn't do anything under the no, table. No, like because that? to me, I'm that's out of my scope. Oh wow. Yeah, and that's important to stay in your scope of practice okay, because. Yeah. So if I saw something and I was like, "Ooh." That looks bad. That could be cancerous. I could never say I could cancer. Sue you. <laughs> you could, could sue me. Oh my That's gosh, the thing. you should not be able to sue yeah, people. Yeah, if I were to say like you have cancer and that gave mm-hmm. you so much fright and scare, yeah. and you said, "Oh, Emotional I have cancer." Damages. Yeah. Wow. That's a real thing, and so I have to have insurance on myself yeah. and on my, on my one day practice or not practice. I should say clinic. One day clinic. So once it, once a week, you go in and you just rip off wax all day once a week no and then you probably more than that oh i thought you said your one day practice my one day as in like one day i will have a practice oh but cool, yeah. cool 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 because i couldn't like when i go into the salon i'll have my insurance that covers me and what i do on clients mm-hmm. um and that's with hair you should have that with nails yeah anything does anyone wax their heads like yeah, I guess ball people they might. just wax their heads i've never heard of it but it seems like something they do to get that nice gleam i think they usually shave yeah yeah you have to be careful with waxing your face you um, do? yeah, you wax so your face? no, I take, I'm, um, dermaplane my face. I don't know what that means. Th- basically it's like a really tiny little shaver and I shave off mm. the little long white hairs. Yeah. Cause yeah. they have those other things that look like tougher. sandpaper, right? Mm. No, they don't. Never mind. They might. It may have been like Depending a 2015. what it is. Yeah. Okay. So nice. Just like those really, really tight razors. Cause I wanted to get one. I've wanted to get one that you can shave like with a razor so close that it look or shave with a buzzer that it looks like a razor. Oh, you're talking about an actual, I'm talking about a teeny tiny little. Like a buzzer. Like a, no. Oh, what? What is it? Then? <laughs> this one is hand done. So it has like a, a, a little um, blade on the end mm-hmm. and it's like a pencil. Yeah. Like you, a razor. A razor with yeah, a pencil with a plate on That's a razor. <laughs> Are you talking about like um, what they do in the barber shops? Yeah. Okay. Those seem nice, but I've looked around. Just Those like, are hard. Because I mean, I cut my own hair. Yeah, but you will cut your skin. It is that the bad. First thing, so I can shave people kind mm. of. Not really because I'm an esthetician. I can't. You're just wax. Does esthetician means waxer? Mm-mm. 
Nope. Esthetician means anything with the skin. I enjoy waxing, but I could do facials. I could do chemical peels. I could do microdermabrasions. I could pop your pimples to a certain degree. To a certain degree. It's not a stage three pimple. I can't go there. (laughs) If it's under the dermis, I can't pop it. Wow. Yeah. So there's things like that. That's interesting. Do you mm-hmm. like pim- uh, popping pimples? Because my um, she's gonna kill me for saying this, but my partner loves popping. Oh pimples. yeah, it's the best thing ever. She says the same thing. It's not the best thing ever. It's like it is. Uh. It's the best thing for me. Well, if um, it's on you, like you, you smell your own. Oh, fart, even you're like, oh, that's like good. mine. If I have something, popples. oh, I yeah. But another person's pop- oh, yeah. pimples, just like another person's fart. Another popple pimples, and then <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I love them. That's yeah, hilarious. That's fun. I also watch the videos. Do you really? The yeah. Dr. Pimple Poppers? Oh, yeah. Pimple videos? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. I mean, she's made it. She's got it made. She, like, yeah, she found does. an industry. She's she like, for some it. reason, you women can tell love it. it. She's like, oh, look at this. Some of them are big cysts, though. Some of them yeah. are like. Most of them inches. are cysts or little tumors mm-hmm. or things like that. They're benign. Yeah. But, um, like, yeah, I could never do those. But so, what's interesting about all this is you got into something because as a kid, you're like, I'm. I'm not that and I want to be that. And then you learn about it and you want to help other people. Like yeah. That's why I went into physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of the psychology people that I know, and therapist people, they're kind of, they're mentally like. Yeah, they're crazy. Place. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I think really people just like want overcompensate. Right. But then so once I learned it, I'm like, oh, this doesn't really help any anyone. Do right. you, you don't feel that way? You feel like you're like. I feel like it helps people. people. That's um, cool. I feel like when you're in my chair, I, I want to all be all about you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're quiet and that's what you want, that's fine. Technically, I get you talking usually because yeah. it's boring to sit for five hours to do your hair if you don't talk. <gasps> five hours? Sometimes. I've wow. had someone sit in my chair for five hours. They wanted a whole new deal. And I learned about everything from when they were in elementary school to when they got married you and divorced start a podcast, and kids. And uh, Emily Mix Waxing Podcast. And it's just like <laughs> hanging out, talking, and then, ah, everyone's so yeah. Oops, sorry And about you're just that. like, yeah, <laughs> just ripping it off. <laughs> but it is cool. You get to learn about people. You get to help people. Nice. Um, as a hairdresser, you're kind of like a, I don't want to say therapist because I'm not a therapist, but they want to tell you their problems. Yeah. They want to tell you the things they're going through. So you're someone, you're like a sounding board. Mm-hmm. You're someone for them to talk to. An emotional punching bag, I've heard Pretty of Pretty much, to. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever just like have a bad day and you're like, I don't care. Sometimes Good. I've had to tell some, like especially politics. Yeah. And I'm very upfront with people of, I don't talk politics. I so like that. I, I should start telling guests it. that. Some guests get, yeah. I'm okay like devolving into a little bit. But right. then some guests get so caught up in it and they're yelling at me. I'm like, no, no, no one no, wants no. to listen to this, bro. No. Like, you got you <laughs> to calm Especially me. I don't, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think we should share opinions. Mm. But if your opinion, what you you're saying is your pro Trump, and I can respect no, that. No, I'm, I'm not. Kidding. I'm so kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just get you to talk about it anyway. <laughs> I just think that people should share opinions and that's it and not, and not state them as facts. If it's mm. an opinion, it's an opinion. Yeah. And, and that's not a place there's. My chair is not a place to talk about politics. It's nice. a place to talk about yourself or you can ask me questions, but there do has there has to be a line in the sand of like that's personal and we can't cross that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be the one to put it there. Yeah. No and then politics. Like, no nope. drama only. Drama only. Drama Tell me only about your life. <laughs> in, in the mix chair. You watched the mix that show when it came Come out? On. It was called The Mick. It was the girl from It's Always Sunny. Yes, I love that show so much. <laughs> I also loved it cuz it was my last your name. name. I was like Yeah, and Oh, and that, she's a blonde. And she is. She is one of the funniest female. She is she's probably hilarious. the funniest like physical comedy comedian. Oh yeah, her I timing, love her. everything. And she's. I like when things get really real, and she's really real, and she mm-hmm. will. Even like in her personal life, when she'll talk about things, she'll like talk about the nitty gritty things, and I love yeah. that. But then yeah. again, she's extremely thin. She, as a role she model is, for yeah. women, like, do you think that's maybe something like, that's unrealistic? Is it or, unrealistic, or, or is that her be. body? 
Yeah, I mean, you do point. have to look at some point and you have to say that's her body. That's unrealistic for many people. Yeah, it is unrealistic yeah. for many people. And I think the point of like accepting yourself has to come first. Um, growing up and being in high school and I think being a woman and just being a teenager, mm-hmm. I had a lot of insecurities and mm-hmm. I wasn't comfortable in myself and my body. So then as I got older, learning who I am mm-hmm. and that I have to be comfortable with myself and accept myself. And then I could say, oh yeah, she's gorgeous and she's skinny and she's maybe an idea of beauty. Mm-hmm. But that's her, and that's fine, because I'm me, and that's fine, too. So having that understanding and acceptance for other people Mm -hmm. comes with first understanding and accepting yourself, so then you're not so, so like... Statistically, no young women probably, like, no, like, really young girls probably listen to the show, but if there were, or if this was a soundbite, what would you tell them? That would have helped you kind uh. of because I mean, you hear, here's the thing you, you hear a lot of models and stuff be like I'm always insecure and I'm like seeing that it's like does that help like I think it helps in the sense that like young women can see oh they're insecure too but right. at the same point it's like seeing a rich person complaining yeah. about whatever and I'm like oh please don't come on like, <laughs> it what, is hard what hope does that give the rest of us <laughs> uh, I think I would just say experience things and and learn like Put yourself in bad, not bad experience, put yourself oh in God. new experiences <laughs> Going to gang and you can territory. see how, how strong you are. Because the stronger you are, the more empowered you are. Mm-hmm. And the whole acceptance will come in time. If I would have told myself at 15, please accept yourself and wear whatever you want, anything. I would have been like, screw you. Yeah. I have pimples over my face and I'm insecure and I like this boy and I don't know if he likes me. I mean, you can't so look funny. at somebody and say, please accept yourself, mm-hmm. but you can show them their yeah. strength so what would your actual advice because that's that's what i was kind of getting to it, no like what would your actual well, that's like, my advice no but like you, you know what i mean like you said that wouldn't work it's just like oh accept yourself and you kind of gave a way to get there but like that is the most people just give these platitudes they're like oh it's all love or like you just right. you know like all these things i'm like or you are free like you you're ultimately mm-hmm. free right now i'm like that doesn't help anyone i don't know if i could give an advice for a teenager because oh, really? mine came from hitting rock bottom and then having to build myself you had a rock bottom i had a rock is bottom. that something you don't want to get into no i'm fine talking about it what was your rock bottom my rock bottom was uh a year after i got married and i three pimples on your face i had three pimples <laughs> um and i just didn't understand what was going on and I was depressed. Mm. And so I went to someone and I got it diagnosed. And then she basically gave me the ultimatum of you can um, take a pill every single day Mm. or you can change your whole life. Wow. And I was like, well, let's see if I can change my whole life and then I can. And give me the pill. (laughs) That was my backup. I didn't, it was just a personal And then so what was the first step to changing your life? Getting enough sleep or were you sleeping too much? I know that's a big part Yeah, I slept a lot. Um, I was just unhappy. I just felt empty. I didn't really care if I got up, but I didn't really want to not be there. Yeah. So I went to the gym. Oh, interesting. That was my thing. I was like, if I can make myself, I, I got up, I put makeup on, I got up and I put on an outfit that I felt comfortable in and I got up and I went to the gym once every day. Nice. And I found a personal trainer mm. who- You didn't use your husband? No. That's I hilarious. wanted a woman. Okay, nice. Um, because I think that was important. Mm-hmm. And also- when you're in a relationship and you're in a bad position, the last person you want to tell you to do something is the person you love mm-hmm. because you don't want them to criticize you more than you're criticizing yourself. Good point. So that was mine. And then rebuilding who I was, who I wanted to be. And then from there it was like, okay, my whole vision of what I thought my life was going to be is not what it is. So mm-hmm. how can I make it what I want it to be? Totally. So that's when I went to school. That mm-hmm. was my next step of 
going after the thing I always said I wanted and I did it and then accomplishing it felt amazing. Nice. And then just learning who I am. And then it's all downhill. Yeah, and then I realized, I'm like, what was the point of that? No. (laughs) No, See, that's real advice. And it came back. Like, the depression's not gone. You live with depression. Mm -hmm. You manage depression. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it's always there. Like, you're sad or you're just tired? Mm. I get tired all the time. Mine is more like second guessing. Oh, yeah. About the future or about the past? About everything. About everything everything I do. Like, oh, should you have said that? Should you have done that? Should you have worn that? Should you have looked like that? Should you have? And so it's like being like, I'm not listening to you. I got to do this. And sometimes it's gone. It does, because I'm not listening to you. No, 100%. No, as I'm talking to you, I'm like, this is a wonderful podcast. Like, you are a wonderful guest. I appreciate it. Remember, um, I always forget to take photos of guests. Usually I'm trying to do it. Oh, we should. Yeah, we'll have to. So I'm going to take a photo of you halfway through talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please do. As I'm like. No, sometimes guests like, like throw up something. And it's just it's just funny That's to funny. get them. Um, yeah. Oh snap! I had a big thing to say. Um, hmm. Depression. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. So then, what do, you, what do you what do you see as a highlight later on? Like, if that was your low, what do you see as being your highest point? My highest point. You're waxing a celebrity or something, or? <laughs> no, I think that would be awful. <laughs> Brad Pitt comes in, <laughs> and you're like, and says we make one exception. Fucking legs. <laughs> make the exception. Do Wax my balls to my asshole in hmm. one go. I'd be like, all right, let's <laughs> try it, buddy. Record. Depends Brad on Pitt. how much he's paying. 100 million. It's Brad yeah, Pitt. Yeah, sure, afford I don't it. care. Then he's going to the hospital oh afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> highest point, I think, will just be, I would like to open up my own studio. Ooh, nice. Um, so a waxing studio. I already have a name in mind, everything. What is it, what's, no, don't tell you the name. No, I won't tell you the name. It's but it is pretty cool. Because I've spoken to some people and they don't want to be their own boss because mm-hmm. of the uncertainty of it. But right. for me, it seems like the only way to do things. It seems so appealing. I think it sounds amazing. It also sounds like a shit ton of work. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work. As for If you're the boss, the, your first job is you're the business owner. Mm-hmm. And then you are the hairstylist or the esthetician or the nail tech. So first off you are all about your business yeah. so if you have employees they're not co-workers they're mm-hmm. employees and then they're co-workers so it do you think you'd be a good boss boss bitch <sighs> i think i'd be like why aren't you doing everything that i think you should do oh my god so no probably not in my, in my mind my studio is just me and that's it nice that'd be a cool I don't want in hawaii any, in, no not in hawaii not hawaii somewhere warmer but less than uh we thought about florida mm. i like florida okay. yeah, people are like so nice there. i remember what i was gonna say and as i was oh, remembering good. it's like totally not worth saying that's okay um but in terms of like when you're at your lowest going to the gym was a good thing so we we're playing this game um at a place where like two of my podcast guests had been mm-hmm. um and you say all right what's a bad thing to do at a funeral and like everyone writes down a Jesus. thing and you give it to her like and you give it like oh hit on all the moms or something and then you try to guess who wrote it oh so okay. it's like how well do you know your people mm-hmm. and one of the things came up is like how to know your life's going downhill and um I, was, I just like really like much. i didn't write it because i'm like people yeah. would guess it up i'm like just start a podcast <laughs> and then one of the people who went on was like uh, we'll go on your podcast and another person like listen to the podcast oh my gosh it was hilarious. but what i actually wrote was yeah. uh start running because that's what everyone does you're at the low yeah. point in your life you're like fuck it i'm gonna run and then you run like a mile for two days right. and you're like come back again <laughs> i i so in all, for pretty much elementary school to high school i did dance and i did like seven hours of dance mm. at least every week, if That's not more. Insane. And then we would have shows and that'd be like seven hours that day, mm. sometimes more. Mm-hmm. And it got me in this really, I had some amazing metabolism, but I was in a really bad headspace and yeah. a really bad body space. Cause you would just eat and then like chug a smoothie. And then that was like it. You didn't have a ton of breaks. Yeah. 
especially if you were in a lot of the dances. Mm -hmm. And so I was a fit as a fiddle. And then I got married and then I didn't do dance and then I had a job and then I got a little thicker and a little thicker and a little thicker. Do you feel happier now? Turn around and I was like, what the fuck is this? But do you feel better? Like not looks like, I mean, you look wonderful. No, I felt awful then. You felt awful when you were thin. No, I felt awful when I. When you got thick. When I was like, this is love handles. Why do I have them at 20? Yeah. That's why I was upset. I was, I wasn't happy when I was in high school. No. Interesting. Because it wasn't me being healthy. It was me doing something to get someone's approval. Mm. And so now I'm happy and healthy now because I'm like, this is what I want to look like. And I put a ton of energy and work into it. And this is what I want to be. And I put a ton of energy and work into it. Mm -hmm. So that's two of my main three. I tell everyone, everyone wants to be happy, healthy and wealthy. Yeah. You're happy and healthy. That's two of three. We just need the wealth. (laughs) I know really then. And then I actually changed it to four. Happy, healthy, wealthy and free. Because what are the first three? Oh, that's true. If if someone else gets to pick when you wake up and fall asleep in the morning, like you're not free. Um, so those are the four. That's like the goal I base my life off. Everyone That's wants those. Yeah. You can't blame someone for doing something moderately selfish. Like, mm-hmm. I think selfish is just a short-term way of getting there because like the long-term way of getting there is to help other people right. enough that you know eventually comes back to you. Um, it's hard too to be in a marriage or in a relationship mm-hmm. and and be selfish or sometimes not be selfish. Mm-hmm. So that's just a part of life and, and the journey, but it is hard because there's been times where I've looked at my husband and I'm like, you're being really selfish. Mm. But there's also been times where I'm like, oh shit, I'm being really selfish. And so it's mm-hmm. finding like the balance and sometimes that's really, really hard. I think it's getting easier with time though. Yeah. Honestly, like I'm, we're three no, years into our relationship now. Oh, and you're probably okay. four years now or five? Seven, eight. Seven, eight, holy cow. <laughs> We've been married. This, this summer will be three years. Nice. Yeah. We beat you. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. We kidding. did it. Um, but like, I don't know. For those first months, there's always like that. Like, you don't know where you stand quite because yeah. you're still getting to know them. And then after like a year or two years, it's better and better and better. Right. Um, but then after three years, it's finally like, I'm chill. You um, know? Something needs to come down your pathway. Something needs to come down my pathway? <laughs> Every time I'm like, I'm so happy. Then something comes down. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Um, That was like this year. I was like, everything's great. And then like a big boulder came down. I was like, oh, "Oh, shit, never mind. I'm not happy Um, anymore. The funny thing is like if that boulder came in the the thing of like your guy talking to a beautiful girl, which I'm sure didn't happen. But the funniest thing is um, when Kenzie and I are like around now and like if a handsome um, guy walks by, be like, Kenzie, did you just go poop or did you just fart or something? (laughs) Or like a girl, like just like just make the funniest, grossest joke. That's funny. It's hilarious. See, we... I don't know. Me and Logan are very similar, but we're also very different. And so how we view people mm-hmm. are very similar. How so do you view people? Like, I have no problem meeting a woman being like, wow, you're gorgeous. Logan, mm-hmm. don't you think she's gorgeous? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Because I don't, she is. So that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Or seeing a man and being like, oh my God, he's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I don't know. I have enough confidence in our relationship mm-hmm. and enough trust in our relationship to be like, yeah, you're talking to that gorgeous woman. Good, yeah. good on you. What was your conversation about? Nice. So I don't know. I think it like it's awesome in uh, your marriage to feel or a relationship to feel secure. Mm-hmm. That's been really important. That's and really been nice. important to me too. And I yeah. didn't realize how important it was until I got in a relationship where I'm like, I want this to last. Right, a serious one yeah. that and you then you're saw. Like, Shit. And then it is almost in like a covet kind of way. Like, right. no, you're mine, but I'll right. be yours too. But I'll, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. it's to a, to such a point where like I joked around with her. I'm like, instead of saying like oh, I love you, because like, mm-hmm. is it love with like if he stopped providing you um you know like like emotional support sexual mm-hmm. and like punt money or whatever he, like however you guys like hang out like you'd probably stop loving him you'd be like oh if he's just an individual who's right. completely selfish like do you really love the person if as soon as they stop servicing you do, yeah you stop loving them that's so i'm question. like that's yeah. not really love like, if anything you covet this the comfort and support that they give right you. well and 
so we have had we've had times where I was down and Logan had to to not only support me but like take care of himself and then there's been times where Logan was down and I had to take care of him and myself and it's hard because you're like this is awful Mm -hmm. it's so much stress and pressure on one person that you're like I don't know if I can keep doing this um and I, I always, and before we got married, especially with his family, I'd always say, like, if I'm not helping Logan, I will remove myself from the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm hindering him, You're I will leaving. step back. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to help him. I'm going to divorce him. Well, if it's like, if it's so bad as <laughs> I'm get, toxic. If you a vegetable, yeah. you'd be like, leave me. Probably. Wow, yeah. that takes. Because I want him to be successful. Oh, yeah, you'd feel guilty yeah. if he's like, no, I'm going to be with right. you forever. Exactly. Or if something were to happen, I'd be like, yes, please go do that. There are oh, things even in our that. life now. But what if you're like, no, I'm still in here. I want my best friend. <laughs> Just kidding. Come <laughs> back. Come back. I, I don't know. I, we have reached lots of points where I was like, you need to do that. You need to leave. And, and then I'm still here and I can, I can still be in a relationship with you, but you need to go after that. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard because that means you have a lot of trust in your relationship. But a relationship takes two. You have to work it out. And I don't want him to ever look back and be like, wow, I stopped my dreams because of you. Mm-hmm. And I also don't want to look back and no. say, I stopped doing what I wanted to do because of you. That's the ultimate thing is you almost wish you could put the relationship on hold to like go try something in life. Yeah. But then like I really think about like there's nothing really worth trying, you know, because I think everyone feels that early in the relationship, like the first couple months they're like, is this good or is there better? And then oh, mm-hmm. like at like really quickly on, you're like, all right, how much better could there be? Like I almost feel <laughs> at this point, like if I like left Kenzie for like, oh, there's this other girl, then like I'm shot. pretty sure I'd be cursed for the rest of my life. Cause it's like, all right, well you gave up something perfect. So yeah. you're going to, you're going to be in hell for the rest of forever. <laughs> That's a good way to think of it. <laughs> I don't, do you ever, do you ever, I mean, if you're, if you're Christian, you believe like God is mm-hmm. kind of like b- building life around you, like everything that happens in your life for a reason. Mm, I do believe in that, but I don't believe somebody else made it. So what I believe is that I have a relationship with God Mm -hmm. and I think that he has made our world, but we impact our world. Like, I don't think he makes my decisions. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he makes what I do or he might know what I do, but I have the free will of of making that decision. Mm -hmm. Nobody else has made my life. I don't necessarily believe in like fate. You don't believe in fate? No, I believe that I make my fate. Yeah. Yeah. But you make your fate. So like if you did something bad, bad things would happen. Almost like karma. No, you believe yeah. you could go do bad things. Nothing happened. I mean, I wouldn't want to do bad things. Yeah, no. I don't want to hurt someone because you don't feel good. You you yeah. feel good when you're doing good things. Yeah, that's the ultimate life hack right there. Right, is you feel good doing good. I, I just don't know. Like to me, like so, does fate just mean life? Because I just believe that you make your own life. Fate kind of is in the karma. Like like yeah. like there's a general direction. Like if you're like just backstabbing people and doing bad, like I don't think you'd be happy and healthy right. and wealthy. Like is I that think karma. Yeah, that's kind of karma. Mm. Karmic fate. Let's I mix guess. them together. I don't know. So I, I'm still obviously developing my own kind of spiritual beliefs. And right. I'm like, at the deep bottom of it, I just do believe that if I do something bad, something bad will happen to me. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And I'm not saying like directly like, oh, if I steal right. 60 bucks, I'm going to lose someone's. 60 or 100. Exactly. Or like if there's interest, karmic interest. But I do believe the generality of like what, what you put into the world comes back. Around. I would say I feel like the energy you put out, mm-hmm. you, you, if you put out positive energy, I feel like you attract positive energy. Yeah. If you put out negative, you mm-hmm. get negative. Yeah. I do Even feel to like yourself, that. Put it out to your own mind. Like what yeah, you're like. Exactly. There's that really good quote. It's like, watch what you say because you're listening or watch what you think because you're listening. Mm-hmm. That's like what really matters is what you think to yourself. Right. And so you used to in high school, you're toxic. You're like doing a 
uh, dance for like seven hours a day. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to bad relationships, the, oh. everything. Yeah, you remember. And the, the self talk was. <laughs> I don't. I, I really. <laughs> Do you I don't was, remember high school? I, think, I don't know. I mean, you I, were gone. <laughs> I was gone. I mean, I don't even really smoke weed anymore. But in high school, oh. I was stoned all. The, <laughs> well, what's so funny is people who used to give me hell for smoking weed in high school. We got yeah, out I of high school. Shit ton of week now. Uh, you do? No, I said now they probably smoke. Oh, shit they ton do. Of they week. do. And I got out of college, like high school, yeah. and I didn't through college. And I'm like, high school is the time to do it because you have no responsibilities. True. Later in life's not the time. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing it now. No, I, I tried my first edible. <gasps> How was it? You freak out? No, I felt so relaxed. Did you? I had like I think I had a five minute nap, and I woke up. I was like, that was the best nap ever. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I guess I was just really calm. I do remember, and no, I wasn't yeah. like out of it. No, you're not like black. I out. was doing a puzzle, mm. and I thought it took me like hours. Yeah. It only took me like 20 minutes. That's why I don't like but, it and why I'd never do it on like an airplane or something like that is because yeah. you'd be like, this is a hell eight hour flight and it's like 45 <laughs> minutes from here to San <laughs> Francisco. staring at a wall. Yeah. Oh, oh I, and I had ice cream that I'm eating. I love this type of ice cream. Nice. And I ate it and I was like, for whatever reason, this is the best ever yeah and logan's like no it's not and i'm like it's okay it's, it's drier <laughs> it's, it's okay ice cream <laughs> he's um, like wow what about alcohol because i know like the kardashians mm-hmm. and trump but uh, the kardashians never drink alcohol mm. kim kardashian because she's like it fucks with your skin it's you, really drying yeah it is. it's really drying um don't, you don't, don't get that dewy look with it you're not gonna get to do it you're gonna look dry as hell um i don't know i i like mojitos Nice. But I, I don't constantly drink. I just drink because I like the taste of it, not yeah. because I'm drinking to get drunk. Yeah. I also think that's from like, a, I'm a wife mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not in college and yeah. there's no, I'm like in bed by 10 o'clock. So mm-hmm. there's a, not really a reason. A big thing I heard is like, if there's even a chance that you could get pregnant in the future, you shouldn't mm-hmm. drink. Cause if you don't oh. learn that you're pregnant for like two weeks and you've been Very drinking the time, fuck up the kid. It could. Yeah. So, are you going to have kids? I mean, if you've been, in I thought I was already, well, so eight years <laughs> ago, already pregnant? no, I thought by this time I'd already have kids. Like honestly. Yeah. Wow. 23. That's young. That's young. Oh, that's old. No. I know. I'm still old now. Um, I did. I thought we would already have at least one, mm-hmm. which is kind of That'd odd. Be so much stress. It's yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. We don't, <laughs> um, just because I, I don't know. I just thought that there was a certain way of life I should have by mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And so then at the time, I think that was probably the depression talking too. of like, you don't have that. And so what are we going to do? So we just focused on our careers and I, I saw myself have more ambition and more drive and more like, Hey, I'm not settling because mm-hmm. now I'm working for it and, and I don't want to settle. So I think we definitely will have kids whenever the time's right. It seems like such a big thing. Cause like, the weird thing here is Kenzie's two years older than me. Oh, and yeah. like for women, it is like a ticking time bomb. It's like you yeah, have till you 35. Have a while, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have a while, but like really till like 30, if you want a chance at two kids or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, you know, have twins. Have twins? <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, in 10 years, you probably can just GMO. Like, yeah, make sure two get just in Just have two. I think that's the best buy one, get one free. No, it would wreck your stomach. Here's the thing. Have you, ever, like, have you ever needed to pee a lot or like poop a lot and then you finally get it all out and your stomach feels empty? Like it almost hurts. Are you saying that's what pregnancy is? No, I'm imagining. Oh. No, but I'm saying like you pee a bunch. Like you, I mean, I peed for like 30 or 40 seconds and then it like almost my stomach hurts. It feels uh-huh. so empty compared to what it was. I'm like, imagine a kid. And then it's like, imagine two. That would be unbelievable. Yeah, that seems like a lot. But I also feel like eh, then you're done. Yeah, oh God, then you're done. What if you really like it though? You like that pain stuff. Yeah. I don't like to have the pain. I Pump like to see another other in me. Let's get one more. No, I I think maybe by 25 we'll start trying. Night so trying. Two years. I know there's almost a stress to it. You're like, what if you can't? Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. Um, I actually have that possibility of maybe not having a child. Rough. But I think it's just the understanding of 
if you can't, then you can't. So you wouldn't think that's fate. You'd I think wouldn't that's think randomness. that's fate. You don't think that's like God's plan for you to not birth a kid? Like maybe, but here's the thing. Maybe it's the bad luck that saves you from worse luck. Maybe if you could have the ability to get pregnant, you mm-hmm. die in childbirth. So maybe it's better maybe. for you. Like I do believe that sort of thing. I believe in opportunities. Mm-hmm. And so if that door closed, what new opportunity? Either we don't have kids or we have the opportunity to take on a child that doesn't have parents. That'd be the best one. Um, so I don't know. I guess I see it in a little bit different, but I see it in like opportunities. If you couldn't. Would you be okay with Logan donating sperm so he could still like pass on his DNA? Yeah, if he wanted. That's so interesting. Kenzie's yeah. against me doing it. Really? I'm like, what? I mean, I'm like, like, you need some more. You need to get paid. <laughs> well, you get paid, and like, and you don't have to care for the child. Like, evolutionarily, yeah. it's like, whoa, that you should be paying to donate like sperm to like right. do the one thing we're really here to do. <laughs> the so only like, thing you guys what? think about <laughs> men is <laughs> no. reproduction. Well, I imagine women. T- I think women think about reproduction, probably. if not more. Probably. They probably do. Oh, I think especially during like the ages 22 to 28, probably it's like. Well, I thought about donating my eggs for a long time you're before like I kind of thought about it. You? Yeah, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, 40 grand. <laughs> oh, what is it? A week of work no. for 40 grand? You have to take a lot of, you have to give yourself, um, oh, what is it? You have to inject yourself a lot. I would do it. I don't I think do I could. It. I would. Also, then you might you might have given. What if you gave all your eggs away? I'd, well, I'd have one kid or two kids, however oh, many I want, maybe. and then I'd give them all away. So then we. So my niece is adopted, mm-hmm. and um, but technically she is my brother in law's sister's biological daughter. That's confusing. It is confusing. Okay. But anyway, yeah, yeah, so how yeah. it worked out is they adopted. What would it have been their niece? Okay, cool. Um, just from circumstances and everything, and, and it worked out great for everybody, and everybody's happy and healthy. Nice. But my sister asked me once, and it was kind of a joke, but also kind of serious. Like, would you ever carry my child for me? Wow. And I remember thinking, like, mm, that'd be really hard. <sighs> Is she like a mo- wait? Would she carry your egg in her or something? No, she, I would take her. Her man's sperm. Her egg. Oh, you would take her. her. Okay, it is her. Yeah. Egg. So that because that would be like their child. Yeah. I'm just the incubator. That'd be kind so. Of. Str- How much would you have to get paid to do that? Like, I think you grand. get quite pay- or quite. I think you get paid quite a bit. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd almost be worth it if it was like. I think it'd be hard to not connect, but I to think connect with the kid. That's yeah. so interesting. So I went to a Power of Eight session. Um, Dan Stasso, whose episode might come out before this one, I've been mm. putting him out in random order. Um, yeah, he invited right. me to a Power of Eight. He's like this <laughs> neurofeedback guy, psychoanalyst, mm-hmm. big guy. Um, and he's starting to like the power base. So it's like seven people say like you say your intention. You're like, um, I want to get over the death of my whoever or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then everyone just like focuses on sending you like the best intentions oh. and meditate on it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the women was uh, carrying someone. She's like, I want to make sure that I'm okay leaving the baby when it comes out and it's going to fly to Copenhagen. Oh. Um, and I'm like, as a man, cause it was like mostly women in the center mm-hmm. in the circle. So I'm like, I can't really connect with this. I don't yeah. know what, but all the other one, like they'd cry as they told them what they're envisioning. Like I was right. envisioning the parents coming and they're hugging. I'm like, I can't even possibly imagine how intense this is. I think it, so I don't, and I don't understand cause I've never done that. So you can't yeah. say you understand it, yeah. <laughs> but I think I have a very small smidgen, like my niece, she's my niece, mm-hmm. even though she's not by any blood connected to me. Mm-hmm. She's my niece. I love her as if she was blood yeah. related to me. So I guess I can understand a small smidgen of it. Um, but I also think as like women, we are more emotional because we we are supposed to carry the babies and we're You're supposed right to. You're all right for saying that. Men and women are the exact same. Okay, no. good. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, they they are. Yeah. Um, not that men aren't and, emotional. And That's no, not to go that men right. aren't emotional. I think that women are 
typically a little bit more emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have to go through a lot of emotional things. I mean, a lot of hormones in them. Yeah. When, I, when guys get hormones in them, they get. I their know. Emotions Did you hear about younger. their birth control that uh-uh. came out for men? No. And happened? they didn't like it because it made them emotional uh, and gave them cramps and I was like sweetie I've been having that for years that's so, so, funny. so they stopped the testing that's so yeah. funny maybe they came out with more but that I think that was a while ago yeah. that I read that but I, I think the pill is just bad all around I'm a I'm a big pro for the copper the copper IUD oh because it because it's like it's not um I mean the pill there's something about like the pill can kill girls yeah like, it's a like, lot of chemicals. Like heart, yeah, I mean, it's any chemicals of... that you have stay in your body at times, yeah. And isn't it tricking your body into thinking you're pregnant? Like yes. there's enough progesterone or something or one of those two? It, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's a crazy thing. I'm like, holy well, cow. I mean, it's known that pills can make you depression or have you to depression. It can make you have um, like side effects or like mental illness. Yeah. So it is a lot. It's a lot on the women. The mind's a tricky thing I wouldn't want to play with. But then you also have, you have women with endometriosis. And yeah, I don't know what that means. Endometriosis is basically, um, in a, like very, very simple, simple, simple terms. I'm not a doctor, but <sighs> you have when you have when you menstruate, you bleed in areas where you're not supposed to bleed, and you mm. swell more. Oh. And it's almost kind of like the body is attacking itself. Oh, and a lot of times, you can't ha- have get pregnant. Can't, oh, or and you probably your periods are really bad. They're for you. awful. Okay, so yeah, like in, in times like that, yeah. it makes sense. And so the other thing to do is like to have surgery so you take a pill because you're like i don't want to do that yet and sometimes surgery causes other issues so sometimes it's just what you have and you have to deal with it life's just a big lose-lose in a lot of situations (laughs) you know what i've been thinking anytime like because i swear to god i lose money in the weirdest things like i buy something and then after like i can't return it or like and Mm -hmm. or like you know like you buy a camera you think you're gonna use it you don't like Life is one long string of losing money is what <laughs> I've came true, to realize. Yeah. So anytime you lose a hundred bucks, I know it feels like, or like your car breaks and another thing. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's how wait, you got to think of life. And then you're like, all right, well, that's what life is. A long string of losing money. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then getting it and you're like, oh, I have it. Yeah. And you pay all your things. You're like, oh, I have none. I know. It feels good. To, like, it feels good to have some money in your bank account. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, holy cow. I don't know. But having none makes you so grateful for when you do. I'll have just some. say those times where you're like, I had ramen noodle for every single meal yeah. or maybe just once a meal, you know, mm-hmm. once a day it makes you appreciate you having money yes. when you do. So when you were depressed, I assume you weren't there. Were you at a place where you're like almost bored? Like fine, like you were like mm. set or were you? No, no, we weren't set. Oh, okay. Just, I was at a job that I, I didn't really care about. Mm. And, and I feel like they, they were just kind of helping me out. Yeah. They kind of like made the job so that I could work, which was fine. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. It's a weird do. thing wasting your time. It it's is. a weird thing being it is. like, this isn't helping. And you're like, this is not where I'm. Sh- this isn't sh- where I should be, and mm-hmm. it's not where I saw myself. So then you're like, oh, I'm worthless. Yeah. So I have no direction. And then yeah, then I was just kind of like in la la land of like, what the hell should I do? Yeah. Um, so. We we just hit an hour. Do you have time for a couple more minutes? Yeah, and, that's fine. Um, Whatever you want. So I took two months off the show. This will probably come out in early March or something. Mm. I felt awful in December because right. I'd wake up I'd wake up at like two some days because I'm like I have nothing to do because yeah. I was like I purposely wanted to see I'm like how good am I at not doing the shows because um, I'd taken weeks off before and I start to feel so antsy like I'm not doing anything with my life right. but then when I'm out doing shows and releasing shows I feel so good but it took a long time to find this because when I was making music and writing and stuff I hated it right. the whole time and I'm like oh I'll finish it and it'll feel good but I'm just I don't know it's it's hard to find something that makes you feel good that's cool that you found yours yeah yeah I am excited it, so because I've been going to school for over a year and a half now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I'm not. It is kind of that. I still have to study, but nobody's 
dictating when I can study and so mm-hmm. I can I can feel myself be like I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it yeah. tomorrow and I'm like oh shit I need to do it today I do feel like that a lot but I also am fortunate enough to know people in the industry mm-hmm. that have kind of a saving a spot for me so I nice. do have something to work towards That's cool. just not exact linear progression I think of stressful like you said yeah. uh questioning and uncertainty and stuff mm-hmm. it's like linear for progression feels nice I almost think like video games lied to us by making it seem like <laughs> yeah you put this much time in, you level up I never it's played video games. You never played a video game? I just now have played <laughs> what, what video game you played just now? It's like a Lego game. Oh, okay. Because I hate video games. It's just Lego like, games are fun. I don't know. I'd rather play a game on my phone. Oh, or color or something. That's <laughs> so funny. I'm more of a crafts person. No, I like it. That's yeah. probably a way more productive thing. I've gotten, because I don't play video games all spring, summer, fall, and then winter I just fall into a video game. Yeah, because you're hibernating. Yeah. You're like, I don't like, want to go outside. It's freezing. And I've seen all the good shows a dozen times. Oh, like I just finished rewatching Parks and Rec. Oh. Oh my gosh, it's the best show oh, ever. It's season two it's through best. four is the best show. You have to get in. It's just like The Office. You have to get in it. Mm-hmm. You have to buckle down. Yep. And then you get past the first two and you're like, okay, it's And good. then it'll be the best. But and later then, then on, like they the get so sloppy. Like Ron Swanson becomes such a like, oh, I say uber manly thing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, come on. Like put some thought into their characters. Right. After season five, they're all get flanderized. Like, uh, then you, they get kind of weird. Kind of You're like, weird. you went too long. Yeah. yeah. But The Office was gold until the end. Yeah, they had some rough spots. <laughs> some, they had some rough spots. But now I've said it on the show a couple of times, and sorry for people who have heard this a million times, but I think it gives an unrealistic unrealistic <laughs> expectation of friendship. I mean, Between I think, who? Between all of them? Be, all the shows. Oh, all the shows. Okay. The I office, Parks and Rec, friend. Like you think, oh, my coworkers, oh, my friends, we'll all sacrifice our time to help yeah, each no. other. No one does that. I think yeah. everyone is so much more isolated than we want to show or seem. Right. Yeah, because I don't like I don't see people from school no. yeah. anymore. I've no, only no seen does. you I know. since now. <laughs> Five, six um, years. Yeah, quite a few years now. And I just I don't know. Like there are people I went to school with that I might never see see again. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, the people I work with now, I might not ever see again. It's a weird thing, just having weird. pretty much just your family, right? Or like family and then, I mean, relationship. Sometimes you do get lucky, and you're like, "Oh, I've been with, I've had this friend since mm-hmm. I was in elementary school." But but it tends know. to be how your time lines up. Like, oh, we have the same days off, and we live close together. Right. No one's going to drive 15 minutes to even hang out. And it's like, oh, what do really? you do at this age? Like, I'm going to hang out at your house or something. That's true. I will drive 18 hours to go see my sister. No, oh, that's your sister. I know. That's why I'm like, that's my sister. My brother lives an hour away, and I <laughs> You're see like, him once hell a year. No, <laughs> no, not hell no. I love me. I love the guy, but I'm like, I mean, what am I going to do over there? You know, like, where does he live? He lives in Salem. Yeah. yeah. Sail. <laughs> no. I drove to Portland the other day. That is a bitch of a drive. It's only two hours. Even driving here downtown, and I live here. I don't yeah. like here. <laughs> really? I was standing out there, and I'm like, people are weird. People are fucking weird. That's a weird thing to come to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm getting less scared of homeless people, but more just, they just make me sad now. Not like, even the homeless that I think are that strange, because I get what they're doing. But what, like, what are they doing? They're just doing their thing. <laughs> they're they're like, living. I'm just yeah. walking this cart down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, buddy. See you later. Yeah. But then you get the people who like come up to you and they just stare at you oh and you're like, God. hey, how's it going? Yeah. Or hi. Hello. <laughs> do you guys do that to you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I was waiting out here for you. Yeah. And this nice warm jacket you have. And I'm like, yep, it is. Have oh. a good one. <laughs> you're like, didn't text me. Tiger, can I, can I press the button and come in? <laughs> can I go? Or? <laughs> can I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Oh, that's But like hilarious. just getting comfortable with that and being like, yep, thanks. Have a yeah. good one. I don't and know. Are you, are you one of those? Um, I'm not going to say one of those what? people. But like, do, do you think like 
women have it differently like, because I wouldn't have gotten that. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't get that. But and sometimes I will say it to people. Like if I see right. someone, they seem friendly enough and be like, oh, I'll throw out a compliment. Yeah. Because then if they're like in a good mood, you can like strike up a friendship. Maybe they'll come on the show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I've been, we should ask the guy. <laughs> oh my God. No, but like I think as a woman, those are always like, you're attractive. I want to talk oh. to you. Or a lot of the I time. I don't know because I'm, I'm not really like, and I've always been a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't know. I'm not. But like, why do you think really that guy like just that. said that? He was clearly I like, I want to, really? I mean, maybe because, maybe because he found me attractive or maybe because he's in La La Land on yeah. something. I don't know. That's hilarious. But see, like, okay, so in the salon, I'm that person. Like, hey, I love your jacket. Mm-hmm. Hey, I love your hair. It's in the right setting. Yeah. People go there to look beautiful. Of course they want and to be complimented. And it calms, it creates, or it, like gets rid of the barrier of mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't do that on the street. No, no, so, no, Or like in the gym, I've talked to people in the gym. Oh, I don't talk to, I don't even talk to people I, I talk know to in women the gym. in the gym, I, just I saw should say that. Malik, uh, Malik, I don't remember his last name, from high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I saw him at the gym. I didn't even approach him, but I messaged him later. Well, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's Malik. And I uh, Facebook messaged yeah. him later, and he's going to come on the show. But I'm oh, not going nice. like, to interrupt his work. I saw Ellie like, hey. at my gym. Ellie Ray, Ray Rouse? Rouse? Yeah. Nice. And I was like, oh my gosh. Been a... But she went, so we went to school together, like mm-hmm. middle school, high school. And then she went to my cosmetology school. Oh, that's so Because so she's an esthetician funny. as well. Yeah. So I was like, whoa, we've yeah. crossed paths a lot. That's funny. For, so, yeah. for gym, for guys at least, I'm pretty sure that's like a no-fly zone. Like you're just like, yeah, oh, especially if you have headphones in. at the gym. Guys? Guys are awful. Well, because you're like, I'm there to like grunt and lift a bunch of heavy mm-hmm. shit. I'm not here to talk. What gym do you go to? Um, I actually just, I'm just going to be there for two months. Um at the court sports on West 11th or they changed the name village finish they have a spot I'm just going for the spot I'm just going for the uh, for the spot sauna it's cold and I want to get hot that's true see that was like what the the uh, tanning bed was for me I was like yeah wait where do you go where do you go that's so I go to Delta Fitness oh, I thought you were going to say the DAC no like a $500 a month mm-hmm. kind of person no, thank you um, no I go to Delta Fitness which is fine it's a nice place 30 guys who listen to the show are just started going they're like holy shit no hey nice um, warm sweater <laughs> yeah they're no like, see oh, in the gym so <laughs> Doing a this is why again. I loved Florida. Is if you're wearing uh, leggings and a shirt, they're like, "What are you trying to cover up?" Mm. Because it's hot and you're sweating. Here, if you take off your shirt and you're wearing a sports bra that fully mm. covers anything that would might be seen inappropriate, um, and you're still wearing leggings, you're like, <gasps> "You're showing your midriff." Like, holy shit! Yeah, I don't care. I'm here to work out. That's interesting. I've had that a couple times where it's like, "Do you want to put your shirt back on?" No, yeah. thank you though. Nice. I don't want to. Yeah. No, no one should care at the gym. You, no. you do whatever you feel good in. But here's the thing about like like a guy approaching you on the right. street or like that. I recently heard an argument that it's like men and women can't really be friends non-platonically. And some guy went around mm. to a university, like a library, and he'd ask all the guys and the girls like, hey, do you think men and women can just be like friends? And all the women would say, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And, guys and all say the no. guys say no. Yeah. And then he'd go on further and be like, do you think your guy friends would fuck you if you gave him the opportunity? And all the like, and most of them would say yes. Like, yeah, yes. I think when it comes down to people at their core mm-hmm. we want to eat We're and have sex biological that's people, yeah. what we want to do and and i understand that like if you want to talk about the makeup of people yeah but would you be okay with logan having a best friend who's a girl probably not a best friend <laughs> <laughs> not a best friend tertiary friend <laughs> i mean he has women that are friends and he actually works out with those women oh wow um, oh well he's a personal trainer yeah well that's but they job. work out as friends they okay, don't work yeah. out as like and and um because they pose, mm-hmm. she's posed in front of him. She also got a boob job and didn't take off like her sports bra, but she showed her like the boob job mm-hmm. kind of with her sports bra on. Yeah. So and they're, they're um, whatever, working, uh, 
bodybuilders too? Yeah. Oh, well, that's And so it is seen as like the same thing, but from another person's point of view, I told my friend that mm-hmm. and she was like, that's not okay. And I said, but you gotta rein in I your think man. that is okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I see bodies as bodies mm-hmm. because I work on bodies. Well, and you found a good match. I think that's yeah. the important thing is people accept blanket statements like, oh, if your man's doing that, that's not okay. Right. But you're like, it's so contextual based and what's okay in the relationship. Right. You know? Well, and like I know my boundaries and, yeah. and he knows his boundaries and what we can and can't do. So. Yeah. But like, okay. So you're okay with him like kind of like being like physically around women. But yeah. like, what if he was like talking with a girl for like two hours? Just like. I'd be like, what the hell are you talking exi- about for so two that's, hours? So that's such an interesting <laughs> thing. You're okay like him seeing like a girl's boobs, but not him talking to a like, girl. I'd just be like, why are you talking <laughs> for two <laughs> hours? <laughs> oh, you know, just life just sounds even like, more sus. Damn. Well, but I mean, if, I mean, this is an hour and 10 minutes. You'd be yeah. like, would we talk about it? You're like, I don't fucking know everything. Yeah, everything. But it then is people funny. can listen. Well, and we haven't talked to each other for how many years? No, it's been That's a minute. That's so crazy. I, I told Logan, I was like, oh, I'm going to go talk to Tiger. He's nice. like, oh my gosh, we haven't seen Tiger since high school. I was like, yeah. I know, it's crazy. It's been a minute. I think I saw you on the street once at OSU. And I was like, hi. Yeah, you were in your bug. Yeah. Because I lived so at, in funny. Corvallis. I remember that. Of for like things. six months. Yeah. You like the bug? Do you still drive the bug? No, I got rid of her. Nice. No. I loved her though. Do you really? Yeah. It's so funny when people I have, bought like, that those... myself. Oh, nice. So, That's like, the way to do it. I worked hard. Feel good in it. With my money, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it tends to be people with like those kind of cars, they're like, that has a personality. Whereas my car, I'm like, Oh, my cars are always car. buggy. Your cars are always buggy. Yeah. So I have um, a Jeep Renegade right now and it's kind of like a buggy car. Nice. They're cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't care to have a nice car. I want a safe car and I want to have good gas money. It could be the mm-hmm. ugliest. I would take a car that looks like something people like look at and vomit. Mm-hmm. If it meant it was, oh. like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get injured in a car crash and it got like 30 miles per gallon or 40. I'd be like, I would take a shitter. Yeah. I don't All my cars, I've like done the research. They're my cars. I know more about them than the person who sold it to me. Typically. That's how I got my car do, now. Do garages still try to dick you over? Oh yeah. Cause yeah. I'm a girl. Yeah. Kenzie's just, um, her car broke. She's selling her, um, her turd, her Tercel and getting uh, a Toyota. Uh, I'm pretty sure it may have been a Honda. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I swear these places are dicking her. Oh, over. they're <laughs> awful. So I popped my tire, which was stupid. And I just wanted it filled. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, yes, you can. My mm-hmm. dad's a truck driver. My family are truck drivers. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing. And I there also, are good mechanics out there. There are Let's good mechanics. Let's hope that most of them are good. But like, I've just right. noticed that some of them tend to take advantage of women. But then I have my dad go. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can fill it. Yeah, I know. Because they'd be like, well, we can get more money out of these people. Yeah. So you're like, okay, personally, I do my own oil change. Whoa, I don't even do that. Yeah, I do that. I look it's like on 20 my... bucks. It's like 20 bucks. Yeah, but oh you need God. to know your car. See, that's like growing up in a family of cars, though. So if you don't know your car, yeah. then it's not your car. I'm the bad person who <laughs> go 5,000 miles past when I need an oil oh, no. change, bring it in dirt black. You're and like, like, yeah, fix it. No, and I feel so bad, but I'm just like, I don't have the money sometimes. No. Um, then do it yourself. Isn't it like pretty much the same amount? Or like, it's a little cheaper. It's a little cheaper. Because the filters aren't that bad. Say five bucks. Yeah, I say no. five. Yeah. But like every time I go to like wherever, like Jiffy Lube or something, they're always like, and your, your air filter's Jiffy. bad, and your this is bad, and this needs 10,000. I'm like, I'm good. Just I'm good. fix this. Yeah. I know. I wish you could almost like fill it. Like when you go get waxed or your haircut, you could be like, I don't want to talk today. Because sometimes you just go oh, yeah. and you're having a bad day. Right. You go in to get your car fixed. I, I don't care unless it's my brakes <laughs> or something like, like that can kill me. Yeah. Don't tell me. I remember having my bug and it was on its last leg and it needed some help and I needed to get a new, um, well I had to do like a new filter, I need a new air filter and that was scary and then I needed a new line. I do forget <laughs> the name of it. I don't know the names. Yeah, I know no the parts. No more than the mechanic, eh? No. <laughs> yeah. And I, 
I went to take it in and they were looking at it and they're like, you need all this fixed. I was like, just don't look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm taking don't it to my it. father. Yeah. Don't look. Just change it, the tire. Yeah. Then I will look well, at it. And especially when the car's worth like two grand and they're like, you have $4,000 worth like, of fixes. It's I'm like, not worth I it. I mean, like you're a person. What would you think if you brought in a $2,000 right. car that needed $4,000 in fixes? Just, just fix it. Yeah. Don't talk about Make it. Make it run for another <laughs> thousand miles and, and then I'm going to be rich. I swear. And then I'm going to sell it anyways and <laughs> yeah. buy a cheaper thing. So. Oh, I've come to the conclusion. Anyone selling a car that isn't an old lady is dicking people over like there's something oh, really? wrong with it most of the time oh. like mm. i was in the opportunity like where i could have sold my car and gotten another one but i'm like my car has been good for like six years like yeah. i'm happy with it whereas like kenzie just bought a car for three grand and then oh. it needed twelve hundred dollars and another twelve hundred dollars because the person selling it probably knew something bad was they're like it's on its last leg let's yeah. get it out yeah that's but probably when true. old women sell cars like their husband died and they're just getting rid of it yeah. they sell smoking deals what i my father-in-law he actually buys houses they rent and sell houses all the time so and he said that the best are like the three g's it's like divorce destitute and what's the last one death wait what's destitute destitute means no money oh and death yeah yeah. and And someone died those are the best to get something i was like that's a nice way to look at (laughs) it all right thanks for the (laughs) that's so funny your dad's a trucker so is he gone for like a month at a time no not anymore he he used to be gone for like a week Mm. um and then over time now he's just gone like two nights out of the nice. week so he goes for the day and he comes home was that a trip when you were a kid to be like dad's not home yeah for a it was week. hard video game oh you guys you didn't play video games i had a lot of animals so i would animal was it free rain or was your mom like cracking down the whip no, I, was like, pretty, I mean i was the last child so it was pretty chill out of how many i have three tight so my i'm nine years younger than my sister and 13 years younger than my brother Wow. So I was wow. kind of like, the, years? see, yeah. That's crazy. So your brother was probably 20 and you're like 33 or something, like like your mom's age. What? When, like if you're 13 years different, your mom had to have been like 20 for one and 30 oh, for Oh, she the was other. 25. 25. When she had my brother. Yeah. Yeah. Because now she's like 16. So you were late. You were like 38? Yeah. Wow. They said that she shouldn't have me. Yeah, because isn't it dangerous they after said, like 35? Yeah, especially yeah. back then, especially in like Just 1995 Yeah, when she was pregnant with me. The, yeah. the more I've been looking at birth, it's crazy. Like like first off. Like, the ability that we can even have children. Oh, it's insane. It's like 30% chance that you might get pregnant. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty low because dogs are like 70% chance. Wow, I didn't know that. It's crazy. But have you ever seen a C-section? Yeah. Like the baby come out in the sack and stuff <laughs> yeah. and you're like, whoa. Have you ever seen a natural birth? Not much better. Yeah. I, Kenzie and I have looked up a bunch of stuff. We watched up, looked up both trans surgeries and then birth and then C-section yeah. for some reason. And we're like, all of these things like, are things I never wanted to see. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Why did I look at this? I know. So I, I did the same thing I did Brazilian. Because if I do Brazilians, I need to mm-hmm. take classes and everything. So I made Logan watch it with me. Ah. Men, men and women. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, whoa, that's a lot going on. Yeah. Why would like, like the lips get ripped up with the wax or something? I'm kidding. I don't that's think that bothered him. I think the men when he was like, wow, th- she's feeling like really rough. And I'm like, yeah, you got to get in there. With mm-hmm. his nards or like with this whole with like his, with his, with his, his, yeah, his junk, everything. Yeah. It's all right there. Yeah. I don't think I'd want someone. I mean, the guy would probably get a boner like having but someone. Yeah. Like it's obvious because. And that's cool. You don't even think about it. You're like, well, this is a body. Well, you can't say, you can't be mad because it's no. an. No, it's natural. Yeah. It's yeah. an instinct. Mm-hmm. So you can't be mad, but it is kind of like, can you not? I mean, you oh, know what I mean? Oh, you tell a guy. <laughs> ew. First off. <laughs> Ew, second off, not in a thousand years. He's like, I don't know, man. This is the first time I've been touched in 10 years. Oh, no. No, I, I think you can't be mad at them. And I think that, like, as long as they're being appropriate, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, 
I don't know. I don't want to do it. Yeah, a guy keeps coming back. He doesn't even need. It's like a like a gay guy going to a doctor to get like a prostate exam like every week. Like a guy just like oh, goes. That's awful. I'm kidding. It's not a real <laughs> thing. But like a guy's like, I'm gonna get waxed again. You co- he comes and he's like already bare as a turtle shell. He's like. So I talked to someone who does men Brazilians, and I mm-hmm. asked her if she's ever had like a bad experience. She's done it for 20 years. Wow. Right. I'm like, that's, that's a, a lot, lot of that's a lot. genitalia. A lot of male mouth. asshole hair coming yes. out. Yes, and she said that she's only had two bad experiences. Which is not bad out of 20 years. More than 10 years. But I think the first one I'd be like, bye. <laughs> she sees one client every 10 years, though. Yeah, she's like, God, <laughs> this both guy. Been bad. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. People are weird. People are weird. I like it. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any call outs or things that you want people to look up or do? No. Well, when I get in a salon, maybe I'll let you know. Cool. And you can. I'll put it in the episode if it's in within the next little while. Yeah, hopefully. Go get your bits waxed, especially women. No men. Yeah, or just regular things waxed. <laughs> or, or regular it doesn't things. have to be your Eyebrows, bits. Other everything. things. Or hair. I do yeah. hair. So. All right. Love it. Thank you very much for your time. Yeah. I appreciate it.